Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here are very simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next and final stage where the audio will be transferred to a tape and played through my Walkman as I run yet another long distance. That's right, John, I ran a half marathon last week. Please ask me about it and tell me how great I am. I'm Joel, a man who puts the hog in Kipchoge, the rad in Paula Radcliffe. And across from me is John Harris, a man who accidentally ran five kilometres once chasing down what he believed to be one of Daft Punk. Turns out they were just a courier, weren't they, John? You learned a lot about bike helmets that day. I, yeah, we will talk about, should we save it for the post? We'll ch- I, we don't have to, post. I just like, I just sort of like to tell people about it at any opportunity. Um, Joel did a big run, congratulations. Did a I big think, run. I, I remember a long time ago we talked about branding of animals, so we said like, rats and pigeons bad branding mice doves good branding right yeah yeah i think half marathons have got bad branding the fact that 100%. the first word why do they half. call them that i know it's so annoying it's so annoying so i, I just did it twice <laughs> anyway we're not here to talk about that we will do eventually because i'll make sure that we do I'll, we'll probably do two or three minutes on the films and then i'll just do a, a minute by minute <laughs> recollection of the run hey how about this film idea from alex power of the dog the bounty hunter oh yes Finally, someone's talking about Dog the Bounty Hunter again. Finally, finally, the best shows from Bravo TV 20 years ago are getting the the praise they deserve. I'm sure I'm sure it's fine, but please know, listener, if it turns out that he's been cancelled or something awful's happened, Joel and I did not I, do the research. I'm not sure you can I mean what would he get what would you cancel him for? Like he was a deep sat where, where was he from? It feels sort of Alabama serious blonde mulleted bounty hunter what are you cancel canceling for you don't get cancelled from the from bounty hunting is he you can't cancel a bounty hunter what are you gonna say it's a really weird so he works privately and he gets paid mm-hmm. by like local 
governments and stuff? Uh, no, to, it'll be like... To pick up felons? Be, is it felons? Yeah. It's not debt collecting. Maybe it is felons, yeah. Or do, like, co- do things get contracted out? I don't know. It's very like... It's, it had the same sort of... What's the word I'm looking for? Formula as sort of... I know that this is going to sound mad at first, but it's got a, for, a kitchen nightmares formula, which is like rage 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 for about 50 minutes and then 10 minutes of him being really quite nice and then that's sort of where you get the moral of the episode if that makes sense gordon ramsay the bounty hunter hey would gordon ramsay be a better bounty hunter than dog the bounty hunter would be a chef i would i'd say almost certainly yes but you never know dog the bounty hunter might be a secret no dog the bounty hunter strikes me as the sort of guy that just eats like squeezy spray cheese (laughs) <laughs> i thought more i thought he'd be more hanging out with our friend the liver king i thought that's his uh yeah he could be a liver king guy maybe he is a liver king guy but gordon ramsay would actually be a legitimately good bounty hunter i think, I think so i think he's got all the skills needed i could imagine him searching down. running kicking making a souffle <laughs> power of the dog have you seen it it's on netflix do you know what I haven't seen any of the awards things. Is yeah. that bad? I think it's like the first year ever. Normally, I'm pretty good at seeing some of the awards things. John, I like to be part of the conversation, the cultural zeitgeist. I've not seen any of them. I don't even know what's like... I don't, honestly don't even know what's good this year. What are the ones people like? So, when this goes out, I'm fairly confident the Oscars will have happened on Sunday. And this, this go out on Tuesday. However, at time of recording, it's Friday again. So, we haven't <laughs> seen the Oscars. We don't know the results. So Coda and Power of the Dog are like the two favourites. And I believe that's Coda. That's like a, it's a drama on Apple Plus. I believe it revolves around a deaf family. Apologies if I'm wrong about that. Yeah, it's on Apple TV Plus. So we've got no excuse. They're both on big streamers. It's not like. Yeah, but I haven't. I've got Apple TV and I've logged in. I've logged in. (laughs) Oh, I've logged in, John. I've never seen it on there. (laughs) I hate Apple TV is so bad. It's. It, second only to now tv in terms of user experience i before we proceed joe i just want to warn you of how dangerous your words are um because only a few weeks ago you were mouthing off about delivery companies and in fear hermes have now changed their name because of the yeah, negative I mean, press if you're... i if i've got the power to make apple change their name <laughs> well, that would be absolutely sensational if you're walking around with an orange iphone <laughs> In the next next few months, that uh, my work will be done. Um, no, Apple TV's trash. Now TV's trash. Don't put TV in it. Is the rule? iPlayer great. Netflix good. Amazon Amazon Prime is just a bin fire. I don't know what is going on Amazon Prime. Just, there is literally no way of knowing if a film is good, bad, a hundred years old, came out last week, <laughs> is free on Prime, is going to cost you forty quid to own for twenty four hours, is a documentary, is a comedy. Ah. Uh, it's just like a big old list. It's like going through a bargain bin in a Zavi that's about to close down. <laughs> it's like all films now are one pound, regardless of whether it's Citizen Kane or fucking, you know, 27 Dresses, which I think is actually quite good. For the record, uh, your your criticisms are based on user interface and not the content. Most of them have yeah, pretty good well, stuff. Yeah, yeah. If I, if I could find it, John. <laughs> if I could bloody well find it. I've always thought, especially Netflix, I've probably talked about this on here before, why isn't there like a playlist option? Why do they not like curate playlists? I was saying this at Christmas. Why is there not like a Netflix playlist where every show on Netflix is just their Christmas special episode? That's not a bad idea. Why don't they do stuff like that? It's that so annoying. 
It drives me mad. It they, drives me absolutely mad. They've got that, like, I'm feeling lucky style button now, don't they, where they're based Which, on... insane. Insane. Yeah. No, I like the idea of... Yeah, playlists could work. I don't think you've spoken about that before, so so that's all good. Um, there we go. If you're listening to Netflix, one million pounds, please. Well, so... For I the mean, idea, playlists. <laughs> um, well, I don't think we can talk about <laughs> Power of the Dog because neither of us have seen it. Uh, it's a Western want, with your man in it. With my man, Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm, uh, mm, mm. I've got... This one requires a little bit of... Um, like us going back at, back down memory lane, uh, which is very lovely. So this one is an, a rare email. So a big fan of <gasps> an email. We don't get too many of these, but when we do, I'm always... Is that because we never mention the email address, John? That's a good point. It's in the um, the episode and descriptions and the show bio, but it, for the record, it is dreamfactorypod at gmail.com. And I still have access to the, to the email address. We probably haven't. Years. We probably haven't said the email address on the podcast for three years. So you would have had probably better chance bumping to one of us in the street and saying the idea <laughs> than emailing it to us. So Matthew, I was going to say his full name, but I'm, I don't know. You know, he hasn't given me permission to do that. So Matthew emailed us in June of 2019, first time. Uh, <laughs> wow. But, uh, we did talk about it at the time, but I need to remind you. Well, let me tell you his current idea and then I'll remind you of his old idea because, spoiler, it's a sequel. So, all right, lads, long time listener, second time emailer. We know, we've just discussed it, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> I've spent the two hiatuses, brackets hiatai, question mark, and all of lockdown trying to think through a follow-up to my paranormal spin-off. And I think I finally cracked it. Normal paranormal, normal paranormal, <laughs> normal activity, activity, activity. Matthew. Surely that Matthew. must must be enough to get it off the ground. Although I'm still too much of a softie to even consider watching the originals. So, do you have any idea what that is, Joe? No, I've got a few questions. <laughs> Number one, did he reply to his original email? No, I had to find okay, it. Okay, good. You had to find the original email. That's good. And secondly, I love the idea that like the pandemic hit, Matthew got furloughed and he was like, finally. <laughs> finally, I've got time. To send in a second idea to Dream Factory. The first idea, I lost my wife and kids. I dedicated so much time to it. But now <laughs> I've got two years of lockdowns with nothing but my time the to right shine. order of the words normal and activity. Matthew, um, the comeback starts here. Big time, big time. And Matthew, I can't wait for the third idea in 2025. <laughs> <sighs> That's going to be great. Start working on it now, maybe. <laughs> so um, for context, listener, because I had to find this email to remember, maybe... Maybe you know it better than than we do, because this is, as I say, this is a nearly three-year-old idea. So <laughs> we apparently, according to this email, in an episode, we, uh, we someone came up with the idea of normal activity, which is basically mm-hmm. just CCTV that shows nothing. Great. That's good. That is good. So, <laughs> so he came up with, which is genius. Uh, congratulations. Great content from two, three years ago. He came up with paranormal, normal activity activity, which is the CCTV of, of people watching normal activity, but creepy shit happens in the cinema. Which is exceptional. <laughs> uh, how? How? Where do you go next? <laughs> so, well, he went to normal, paranormal, normal activity, 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 which is a screening of that film. Uh, but it's you, normal. But nothing happens. <laughs> I, I've got a feeling I know what his idea is going to be in 2025. <laughs> and I can't, I can't wait to hear it. I, I, uh, I, I've got an inkling. Okay, so it's just a normal screening. It's like a press screener. They've got all their free popcorn and 
bottles of water on the seats and they go in and they watch. But then really the film is just people watching a horror film, Mm. which I'm into. Uh, What about this one from Sophie? Skeet Home, Alabama. Good. Good. Pete, Pete Davidson goes to Alabama and falls in love. He got, he he's trying to get away from the press, and he falls in love with a fumble, a humble farmhand in Alabama. Ah. And he's a city boy. He doesn't know how any of the farm things work, but he learns how to use them. And he also teaches the farmhand about things like Xanax and rap music. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good. And at the end, they're both tattooed from head to toe, milking a cow. Oh, I want. I, you know what? He did King of Staten Island. He needs a follow up. It was Home, good. Alabama. He's good. I think he's good. He is good, and he seems like a. He seems like a man who's he's he's got his priorities sorted, unlike other people in his mm. world right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I did really enjoy that text that leaked where he just said, "Yo, it's Skeet." <laughs> so funny. Hey, how about this one from Tom Robo Copra? It's just it's just RoboCop, but they're you know singing in falsetto. It feels like something that you would see at the Fringe, like Edinburgh it, Fringe. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. That is a flyer you'll be given on the Royal Mile, and you think I would, and it will be on at eleven fifty a.m. And you think I would sooner remove my eyeballs with a pickled onion fork than go and watch this at eleven fifty a.m. Yeah. However, if it was at eleven p.m., highlight of the Fringe. If it was at 11pm, oh, absolutely, you would be, on September 1st, you would be cursing comedy critics in this country for not giving it the Perrier Award. Because <laughs> you're convinced that after nine pints, it was like a transcendental, uh, like, un- out-of-body experience, it was the greatest show you've ever seen. Have I dreamt this, or is there a-, a fringe show where someone dresses up as a monkey and reads silently for an hour? I've been to it. Please tell me, Joe, what, what, what am I... What is this fever dream? The show's called something like a man dresses up as gorilla and sits in a rocking chair for an hour. <laughs> and it's on once at the Fringe every year. So it's on one day at one hour. And it's, I think it's free. And the place is, and it's packed out. The room is packed. And he's got progressively bigger rooms. Everyone, and there's like a real tangible excitement in the queue. And when you go into the room, and I would say like a hundred seater room, maybe more. Everyone sat there and the room is a buzz, right? And there is just a spotlight on stage on a rocking chair. And then <laughs> after maybe five minutes, a dude in a gorilla suit walks out. And I think, you know, there's a slight tweaks each year. So maybe we'll have a pair of glasses on. Maybe we're wearing a hat. <laughs> and he just sits in the fucking rocking chair. And he unfolds a paper. And you watch it. And maybe like 10 minutes in, he'll rock back and the crowd lose their fucking <laughs> mind. Like, like he'll have maybe teased it once or twice with a slight rock and everyone is there going, whoa, whoa, oh. And, uh, and then, yeah, 10 minutes in, he'll do a full rock. And like, you know, it's like a last minute goal at Wembley. Like everyone is going ballistic. You know, there's like pints getting thrown up in the air. Everyone, no one can believe it. Uh, and then it will stop again. And 15 minutes later, you might get a double rock. I remember, I think like 40 minutes in, he was rocking for like 30 seconds and it was just pandemonium. It was like, you know, when the Beatles first toured America, it was just, it was just a wall of noise. It was crazy. And there was also like, there were hecklers. Madly, there were people heckling. And then there were people getting so fucking angry with the hecklers. Like, as if they were there watching, you know. Oh, man. 
It's really amazing. I would, if you're there at the Fringe when that show is on, I would 100% recommend it. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And that chimp was I, Stephen Fry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is someone. It is someone, I think. It's like a known comedian. Okay. And there's always rumours about who it is. And I think that known comedian handed it to another comedian a few years ago. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I take it back then. There is some intrigue. There is intrigue. And like, I think when we went to see it, a guy went on stage and gave the gorilla a banana. It was, a, honestly, it was amazing. It was the best show. Best show I saw at the Fringe. Apologies to many friends that I saw show at the Fringe, but they, <laughs> they didn't. They, they, there were too many words and they didn't wear a gorilla suit and stuff. And I'm a, I'm a simple man. What was what was it called? Robot? What was it? I can't. Robocopra. Robocopra. That's a hundred percent. That's that's been down, hasn't it? I think it sounds so. like you're right. It sounds like one a.m. improv troupe suggestion. Like I say, depending on the time of day, it's either the worst thing I've ever seen or genius. Without naming anyone or making it obvious what you've seen, have you been to something at the fringe that was un- was untenably bad or awkward? Or I've been in some like quite empty rooms, but I think the comedians. Uh, sort of aware of that and the best thing yeah. to do is address it and they often do and I think that sort there's sort of like before a show starts and if there's like 10 people or like even five like which is entirely expe- yeah, yeah, expected yeah. at the fringe like it's it's part of the sort of the you know the thing there's always a bit of tension before they start but if the comedian comes out and sort of is like you know it's yeah, a yeah. small room. We've not got many people here today, but you know, let's let's have a good time anyway. So suddenly, there's like a weight is lifted off your shoulders as the audience. Like mm. they've acknowledged it. We can't. We don't all have to pretend there's there's this room is full. And that's. But no, I don't think there's anything been that bad. I'm I'm hoping you've got a a, a mad story. No, no, sadly not anything mad. I, I've had a couple of things that have been pretty awful. But you're just sort of there. You feel like you're there supporting, and just by being there, you're doing your bit. I went with work once, and the guy I was watching a show with. Uh, he fell asleep and I found that wow. incredibly awkward and we were we were sort of there you know ostensibly on business and we were going to talk to the act <laughs> after the show fuck and uh, he just had a big old nap and I kept sort of nudging him with my shoulder but there was nothing to you know there was no keeping him awake it's it's a bit so I, la- a- I laughed for two people you know <laughs> it, it can be a bit of a marathon but I'd never fall asleep um, but there are moments where you're like watching like a really, really late show and you started drinking at about like four o'clock in the afternoon. And there are some hot rooms as well. Oh, yeah. You know, where it's like a thousand degrees. And like you say, you've been drinking for ages and it's dark and you just have an hour long nap. The good thing about the, the Edinburgh Fringe, apologies, we will move on to talking about films for, for a brief second before going on to another <laughs> tangent, of course. Yeah. The good thing about The Fringe is the shows are about 45 minutes, which once I've started drinking beer is about as long as my bladder can handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's always a blessing. Uh, What about this one from friend of the show, Stu? Cold, brackets, as in the beach that makes you cold. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) That's really good. So, but much colder than you would normally get. (laughs) I don't know. You get a lot colder a lot quicker. Look, I'm not, I'm not... I'm not a stalker of Stu, but I am aware that Stu is based within the UK. And as such, I think he's been to, probably been to many beaches that make you cold because we Yeah, he's describing the UK seaside experience (laughs) for 99% of the year. Um, Nippy. So you you go to a beach. It's a UK-based beach. Maybe it's Blackpool Beach because that's northern, more likely to be cold, I guess. And for some reason, you can't leave Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Um, that maybe you get flooded maybe like you know sometimes you can be on a beach and there'll be like an island of sand 
Yeah, yeah. In the middle. So maybe that happens. Okay. They get cut off from water behind and the temperature just starts fucking dropping, but dropping at an insane rate so that they know by 1 a.m. they're going to have pneumonia, hypothermia, etc. But what is good, this is a real problem with going to the beach. Quite often the food and drinks that you take, get they get really warm and spoil. Uh. So actually, <laughs> if you've got a cool box full of beer, this beach sounds pretty ideal. <laughs> have you seen the beach makes you old? Yes, I have. And I I saw it sort of the day it came out, before it became a big internet meme. And I really liked it. And I was too embarrassed to admit to anyone or anywhere that I thought it was a good film. Because <laughs> it, like, it, it just became like the laughing stock of the internet, that film, didn't it? It's, yeah. But I, I remember coming out of it with my girlfriend, Emma. And we were saying, that was really fun. I really liked that film about the beach where everyone got old. That's what we were saying after the film. Do you remember when that guy got old? That was fun. Hey, what about that girl that got really old? <laughs> Crazy. It was good. The twist was kind of naff. Can I? Yeah. It's, can a fun, we, it's, like a, it's just a fun idea, isn't it? It's stupid. Who cares? Can we maybe, listener, this is going to be a safe spoiler space because I don't care personally. And if you don't care or have seen it, Joel's going to tell me what happens at the end now. They're, they are experimenting on the people. Like It happens on purpose. They know okay. about the... like. The, there's a resort where everyone goes and when you're at the resort one of the guys that works there's tapping you up being like hey there's a private beach you can go to i'll take you there tomorrow and they go to the private beach they walk through like these rocks they have some fun on the beach and then when they want to turn around there's no way out of the rocks they literally can't return to the drop-off point so they're stuck on this beach and they slowly start to realize that they're just getting older like they start to get a bit wrinkly a bit saggy you know the kids fucking grow up super quick uh, and then, you know, all the things that come with age start happening. Someone goes deaf, someone starts going blind, I think. You know, someone's got a tumour that grows and grows and grows, but like grows in like, you know, minutes mm. instead of years. Uh, two of the kids that grow up have a baby. Whoa! But like, the baby grown. They've, they've only sort of physically grown and their urges have grown, but they're sort of still children. And then the baby's born. And then, but the sh- her pregnancy is like, you know, like 20 minutes or something. Um, and so it all goes mad people try to escape by swimming out and one they this guy dies and then eventually they figure there's a, a way out through these reeds or something in the water and the two kids escape because everyone else has died of old age or died in horrible circumstances someone has like this arthritic disease where their joints snap into place you know that one Ugh. but it happens obviously so quick so they're walking like they're fucking animatronic or something in this bit that's horrifying that sounds creepy and then, yeah, the reveal at the end is that, you know, is M. Night Shyamalan himself, Shyamalan, has been watching them the whole time and they're experimenting. And because of the experiments on the beach, they've cured, they've saved the lives of millions of people. I don't really remember that bit, but there's like a whole lab at this resort. Yeah. And someone at the resort recognizes the kid or something as they're going there. Anyway, it was, I liked it. Hey, live, live your life, Joe. Quickly, before we move on to our end, should we keep things spooky? I've got this one from Pip, which is toast. Some friends host a seance over breakfast. So, host. Too many nighttime seances. I really like it when a, um, when a horror film is in the daytime. What's the spookiest breakfast? Great question. <laughs> it's not me, I would say, I would say it's a hard-boiled egg with two little... But it looks like a ghost in a sheet with two little black eyes. Ah, oh, but that's also cute. Spooky and it cute. It is cute, isn't it? I like that combo. Have you seen Host? Right, I think we've said this many times, but basically Joel is 
Joel is stuck in a relationship that he's otherwise very happy I am. with. Oh, right. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that, yeah, definitely. 100%, 100%, 100%. 100%. Big time, big time. I'm always happy with. No, but... that's right. That is right. That is right. 100%. <laughs> but she, she liked horror films. And so that's. Yeah. Yes, that he's so I've seen loads. Around. I've seen loads of them. But you haven't seen Host? I haven't seen Host, no. Mm. But I should probably say that fairly quiet. That's the big Zoom. That's the big sure Zoom thing. one. That, that's apparently really, like, really creepy. Really? Yeah. I don't know whether, like, now would you watch it and be like, oh, it's like a period piece about when we yeah, were all yeah. living Remember on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, remember Zoom? Except that's we're, cool. we're literally on well, Zoom. I mean, we're on Zoom now, of course, but it's like a <laughs> rare treat. Um, no, I think this, uh, the ultimate is, if, if someone made me relive any of the Zoom quizzes I did two years ago, that would be scarier than any sort of demon or anything appearing in a Zoom call for me. Is uh, that what it's about? Is it about a little demon? <laughs> <laughs> is it like... <laughs> Is it like people were on a Zoom, they're doing a quiz, and they're like, wait, someone else is trying to join this thing. And they're like, accept, and it's just a scary goblin. <laughs> and they just sort of let, make it leave yeah. the Zoom. Anyway, they so... Just, they, just mute, they just mute the goblin. <laughs> and the goblin's constantly pressing, like, the raise hand function or whatever you get in Google Hangout. <laughs> is that what a host is? Sounds pretty fucking scary. It would be quite creepy, wouldn't it? If, like, I don't know, if, like, if, because uh, I can see the list of participants now in Zoom. I, yeah. I'm in control of the meeting. If, like, 666 is trying to join <laughs> popped up now, that would freak you out, wouldn't it? <laughs> a little bit, I guess. Yeah. But would you, here's the thing. Would you if, accept? Okay, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if it came up now, the devil wants to join, you'd have to accept, wouldn't you? You'd spend your whole life thinking, I wonder what the hell that devil thing was on Zoom. On your deathbed, that's what you'd think about. You wouldn't think about your partner, your children, the life you've led. You'd think, who the fuck was trying to join that Zoom call 70 years ago? You'll never know. Oh, well, that was that's a, a weird note to move on to our own ideas mm. from. Hey, here's one from me. Hot tub time machine gun Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Have you thought about what happens? Uh, yeah, it's something like he's he's getting really into the emo scene. Yeah, but here's there's no the crossover between heavy eyeshadow and gothic emo makeup and a hot tub is disastrous. Mm. So I think he gets in a, a magic hot tub that drains him of all of his piercings and makeup and peroxide hair, and he becomes just like normal guy Kelly, and he has to refind his emo roots. I like it. There you um, go. He has like an office job. He gets it basically. He gets in it and yep. becomes normal average Joe, and no one knows who the hell he is. And he's uh, just got like a normal office job life, you know. Yeah, I like the idea that. Well, I maybe not like the idea, but I I appreciate the visual. I don't know why I'm being so weird about the sentence, Joel. Of a bunch of emos in a hot tub would cause like the the water would turn into like a black glue. Yeah, maybe it's like there's loads of them, and they all end up living these very normal humdrum lives. Yeah. That they've been rebelling against. Maybe he becomes like Megan Fox's stalker. Oh, he's trying to convince no, that's her. Sad. He's trying to convince her that he he's you know the love of her life. He's just got a suit and a normal haircut. All the SoundCloud rappers who have got the emo influences go into a hot tub and become normal people. All their face tattoos come off. That is brilliant. That's good, isn't it? I like it. There you go. Uh, here's one from me. Spider Man. No way. Homer. So. <laughs> He opens a portal. The Simpsons are there. No, okay, good. That's I good. I mean, it's all... Fo- Fox is owned by Disney now. 
So I think mm-hmm. we can. I think we can make this happen. Yeah. Okay. And there's obviously Spider Pig is in that Simpsons movie. Um, to the point where if anyone sings, spite the Spider Man song, I you think, think Spider Pig. People think does whatever a Spider Pig does rather than does whatever a Spider. You think they do? Spider can. I think nowadays. I think nowadays that film's probably sixteen years old. <laughs> yeah. But it was in the advert, which is important. It was in the trailer, that mm, bit. And I yeah, remember yeah. it sort of reverberating around. Do you, you think know, The Simpsons are more, are more famous than Spider-Man? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to say Ooh. I'm going to say no. I think no. if you held up a, a picture of Homer Simpson or a picture of Spider-Man, what do you think more people on planet Earth would know who Spider-Man is? Well, this, this is almost like the dreaded Wheels or Doors question. Wheels, this is our around. version of Wheels or Doors. Homer is, or is, is Peter Homer Parker? Be- well, no, not Peter Parker, because that would be <laughs> just a kid. That'd be unfair. That'd be unfair. <laughs> oh, I, um, I don't know, Joel. I can't speak for, I can't speak for anyone but myself. But I especially cannot speak for. Yeah, but you know who they both are. Success- <laughs> yeah, but I, I could especially can't speak for anyone like outside outside of the West who's better known out of the Simpsons. I I think it would be Spider Man, mm, mm. but. I can't yeah, the sure Marvel films that. are massive in China, aren't they, and across Asia? Yeah. And so are the Simpsons. It's been translated into every language on Earth. It's, uh, Joe, I, I, this is it. We're going to go viral. I'm going to put this on Twitter. See, see who's more famous. Do a poll. Who's more famous? Well, what is it? Who's more famous, the Simpsons or Spider Man? We've got to get this question. I don't. Across. I think. I think. I don't think you're recognizing Maggie, but not Homer, are you? So we're putting I Homer. Know. I think we are. Yeah. So Homer Simpson. Or Spider Man. Or Spider Man. Who would win in a fight? That's what we're asking. Is that what we're asking? I think so. Well, that's how this film ends. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, you know, we always ask people to send in their film ideas, but also send in your answers to those questions as well. To that question, let us know who you think is more recognisable. Please do. No, I think it, I think it's a close thing. I think it's a close run thing. That's why it's going to be so, so viral when we post it. Who do you think is more famous, John Harris or Joel Grove? Who is... You hold up. You go and show a picture to people in South Korea. <laughs> who do they know? Right. Good stuff, John. Who do you think sent us the best thing that we spoke about today? Oh, I've forgotten them all, Joel. Um, it's got to be normal, paranormal, normal, paranormal. I look activity, activity, activity. The thing is, I do have a bias for an email suggestion because th- there's just a bit more to it. No there's offense to the Twitter stuff. Committed, I love it. Thank there's something. Yeah, exactly. It's like receiving a letter, isn't it? Exactly. Send us a letter. Don't send mm. it. Send us an, an electronic mail, please. Dreamfactorypod at gmail.com. Please, please, please. There we go. Hey, see you after this. Hi, John. Hello, mate. Well done. I think you did well. I think you did very well. I've heard... Do you want to talk about this this uh, run you did? I'm hearing you did quicker than you were hoping to do. I ran a half marathon. I ran it quickly. And now I'm committing my life to athletics. Excellent. See you next mm. week. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. Where were you? How did it feel? What What's what's the vibe? Uh, you were wearing a very... You were wearing a cool uh, Grenfell athletic t-shirt. I know that. that that's, that's right. Um, big up to that team. Go and buy their shirt. It's really lovely. I was in Hampton Court, Richmond, West London. Emma, my partner, ran it. Some of her friends ran it. There was sort of mixed approaches on how to do it. 
we thought, so hey, we thought we'd book a hotel in Kingston right next to where the race is because you had to be there at like 8 a.m. Yeah. And we live on the other other side of London. You know, like it would legitimately take two hours or something to get there at that time of day on a Sunday. We were like, let's stay in a hotel. We booked said budget hotel. And I'll be honest with you, John, it might be the worst hotel I've ever stayed in in my life. Oh. And I've stayed in hotels that cost three euros a night. <laughs> it was absolutely atrocious. Had all had just had all the classics. Like I had to make a noise complaint, which I've never made in a hotel before. And these security guys came marching past our door to go and you know. What was the nature of the noise, if I may inquire? Just thumping bass. Oh, nice. Just hard thumping bass. It was just completely run down. There were like barely any windows in any of the rooms anywhere. The lifts didn't work. It was like it was hilariously run down this hotel and we were just laying there wide awake the night before. Either of us are going to run further than we've ever run in our lives. And just saying to each other, are we stupid? Like, did we just make a stupid mistake? We could just be in our own bed and we'll just have a better night's sleep. Anyway, fine, fine, fine. Went and did the run, ran around it. I really sort of perversely really enjoyed it the whole time I was running. I think I just really liked, this is, Probably says more about me, but you have your little name badge, right? Yep. I just really liked people. Really liked people shouting my name the whole way around. It was so nice. <laughs> Can you? If I could, so I had headphones in. I was listening to music, but if I could see people coming up, I just kept pausing just so I could hear them shout Joel, and then I would give them a little smile. Ah, it's so nice. And I'll end on this this little nugget because no, this is all boring for everyone to hear, hear me patting myself on the back. One of the guys we went with, he incorrectly filled out the form, and he when he got his name badge and he hadn't noticed this until we all met up it just said mr it just said mr <laughs> and the whole way around he was running apparently people were just like the kids were just going go on mr like it's like a victorian <laughs> novel come on mr <laughs> so good and he didn't realize we all got there and i had my name tag on he was like oh hang on <laughs> you've all got your names on there like, what did he think you're just gonna say mr and mrs <laughs> absolutely incredible yeah, so he ran it round, been shouted Mister the whole way, which really made me laugh. Anything else go. to report? Anything you're enjoying? Anything to recommend oh, to the old listeners? Severance on Apple TV is really good. I think I've already recommended that. I don't know. I'm really enjoying uh, chickpeas at the moment. What's chickpeas? Really into. Oh, just sorry. <laughs> you mean the pulse? <laughs> I mean the pulse. Yeah, yeah. I got my finger on the pulse, and that pulse is a chickpea. Um, they're good. How about you? What are we do, what are we talking? Have you made your own falafel yet? Have you gone have you gone that far? No, I haven't made my own falafel, but I I've got some pretty good chickpea based curries and breakfasts and stuff. I'm just really eating chickpeas. I'm gonna give way God, too, I'm eat, God I'm eating chickpeas. I'm gonna give way too much information to the listener here, but I love chickpeas, but mm. my body doesn't necessarily agree with them so much. Oh I eat I bloat like a big balloon when I have them. But that's yeah. I think that's because I just I always have, my recipes just involve the entire container. <laughs> like if I'm if I'm making a chickpea based dish, even if it's just for one for myself, I have to just use all of the thing because what I'm just gonna have half a tin of chickpeas going mouldy in my fridge. That's no, the, what that's happened. embarrassing. I use the whole, always use the whole thing of everything. I want. I, I think you should make your own hummus and falafels. I think that's oh, yeah, that's I might the next do that. stage. Um, you know how it goes. In my world, the only thing that I just in the UK. We've only just got Peacemaker this week. So yes. I, ch- I watched the first episode and I thought that was absolutely brilliant. So I'm looking forward to watching oh, the rest cool. of that. Yeah. Let's, Good uh, stuff. Let's, let's call the whole thing. Oh, and also in the UK, we're having nice weather. That's, I mean. Oh, it's, it's nice. The, probably, it's good, isn't it? I mean, we, this is now, we've, what, 35 minutes into the show and we're talking about the fucking weather. But hey, the weather's nice. It's nice to have nice weather. Eat your chickpeas. 
Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.